0: Hey everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm Mike. And I'm Marty. And this is Two Guys, A League, and some guests. Let's get it started.
1: Uh, by next year, I will have completely dropped it. But for this, uh, I got no issues with... because. This is a longer conversation, but we definitely need to. I don't know. I remember. I don't remember if we did this last year. Sort of have an end of the year discussion about things where we talk about our logo, our color scheme, um, new segments, old segments, all that kind of stuff, sort of go over things that work didn't work. Uh, again, another topic with this year would be our timing. Are we too long? Are we too short? Where are things working out best for us? Um, all that kind of stuff. So we will have a bigger conversation about everything, including this segment right. you're talking about, where we'll make it make sense one way or another. Okay. Sounds good. F-
0: yeah, absolutely. My man mm-hmm. sounds like a plan. Yeah, yeah. And now Oh! For whoop. this week's episode, bada bada. Welcome, episode thirty. Ooh. Come on in, guys. Bonjour, moon. Come on in. That that was a around the board. For, I don't know why. <laughs> hey, that's all right. We We've gotta let them in somehow. Yeah. Got around the boards for you as usual. Check my fanny yes. is on high hiatus. hiatus. Yes. And then, of course, we'll finish things up for you guys with beauties and the beast. And mine is an all Dallas edition this week. No, oh, is it ever? Oh, you left me nothing, God. so I went a different route. I, 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 you know what? As I was reading the show notes, I kind of said to myself, "Yeah, maybe I did. Yeah. Like maybe I, maybe I did kind of screw him over a little bit here." So, folks, there's only my one, bad. There's a, <laughs> there's only one series left. So you took all the players from the
1: series. No, to be completely fair with you, I had this and I had what I wrote in my mind long before. So it's all good. Okay, uh, but But uh, let's get her going right out of the gates. Dallas Stars versus... Uh, did you write Dallas Stars versus Vegas Gold? Sorry. Okay. Yes, I misread that. But actually, sorry, do you want to go... Do you oh, want to get rid hey. of the sweep first? Yeah, you know what? Let's
0: do it. Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, okay. Florida, okay. Carolina,
1: bang. Our, so actually, one thing I want to talk about right out of the gates, because I said the same thing... And Rob Brindamore seemed to have gotten in a lot of trouble for saying what I said, <laughs> so sorry, Rob, I know you took my words and and applied them at your press conference when you got swept, so I apologize for that, but let's let's clear the air here, folks. When he said, "We didn't get swept when you look back, he said things like right like when you look back, you know you're people say, "We well, we didn't get swept we just we like and it's and it's true in a in a way. Now, on the other side, 100% you got swept, man. Like, you lost. You didn't win again. Yeah, I know. know. That's, I mean, that that is the math. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That is the math of it. You got swept. There's no way around it. You got swept. However, when you say you got swept, it immediately brings on a certain overtone for the series that makes people go holy shit what were you even doing it's like you didn't it's yeah. like you had no business playing against this team that's what it makes you feel like and that could not be further from the truth for the series every single game was won by one goal this could have literally gone in any other direction carolina could have easily have swept florida and this the exact same thing could be said that yeah you swept florida it, in fact it probably would have felt a little bit more like a sweep because it was a fourth seed sweeping an eighth suite, seed sorry so that's that feels more like a sweep but it's still not because again it's 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 still not because it's it's by one goal and some serious overtime play but it absolutely is because you didn't win a game, so it's a sweep. But, anyways, I hope that I—I I don't think that clears the air at all. I think it makes it a little bit more muddy. But I hope people understand where he was coming from. He's not wrong in that they didn't. You really have to air quote this. You didn't
0: get swept, swept, but you also got swept. If that makes sense. <laughs> I, I listen as soon as he said it. Like I, if you are a hockey fan, you understand where he's coming from. And Marty, yeah. I think you I, I think he probably hit the nail on the head there. Like, whenever you hear that a, a team got swept for nothing, yes, there is completely an, an, an overtone that they just got demolished. They were, they got their asses handed to them, and that wasn't the case in this series. But yes, mm. I, I, it was something that I wanted to touch on with this week's episode. It's like, <laughs> no, come on now, we didn't get swept. I'm like Rod, what Rod? Rod, come on now. <laughs> like which just say it <laughs> differently just say like yes <laughs> yeah. we
1: got swept but we didn't get beat say that and at that that would i think everyone would have jumped
0: on board like yes you're right you got swept but you didn't get beat i, I mean listen but i guess you did too. we we, we, <laughs> we will give the panthers their due i mean listen they're 11 100%. and one dating they're 11 and one dating back to game five versus boston they yeah. held the hurricanes to six goals in the series like we are talking about the hurricanes here guys like okay they're not the second coming of the edmonton oilers in regards to a juggernaut offense but this right. is a team that this is a team that's got a lot of players that that can take care of, of that side of the game and listen i mean the panthers handled them quite Yep, quite quite handedly. I mean, Bobrovsky's yep. numbers in, in round round three, four and oh, one point oh, five man. GAA, nine sixty six save percentage. The guy stopped one hundred sixty eight oh. out of one hundred seventy four shots against. Like that's I, I I don't know I don't know when Eat your heart when out I, but, Dominic Hasik. Like what? you have listen, I know I I think I'm pretty sure I know what I would do if I had Bobrovsky. I think I'd probably still have to let him go. I think. Oh, is but, that what you're trying, you're trying to persuade me into letting him oh, go no. so you can pick up? <laughs> Listen, I, I, if I'm being 100% honest with you, I'm quite yeah. fearful. I'm quite fearful this is a stretch of play that he's playing out of his mind. And, and good, yes. A, and b- before I go any further, good on him. Good on yeah. him because he's gotten, he's gotten it handed to him in regards to the, the, the price of the contract. He hasn't played that well since... On an overall, his overall body of work since he's been in Florida, it hasn't been that great, okay? For what he's getting paid. Exactly. Exactly. That's the issue, is the dollar amount. That's the caveat. So, I mean, good on him. He's had a great series. I mean, took care of of the the Hurricanes. And it's not like, I mean, Christ, it's not like the Hurricanes uh, didn't have a decent series themselves. Like, I mean, look, if you go to Anderson and Ranta, uh, yes, Ranta only played the one game, two two goals against that game, but it was a 9.23 save percentage. And Anderson, 0-3, 2.67 GAA and a 9.21 save percentage, Marty. I'm sorry, yeah. but in a lot of series, a 2.67 GAA and a 9.21 save percentage, that's going to be the winning goalie in that series. Uh, yeah. like Like maybe a little bit inflated on the goals against average, but both save percentages. My point is, is that Carolina didn't play horribly, guys, and I mean, no, the the, the, the scores showed it. I mean, Moore, of course, really wanted to get that to the forefront in his last presser uh, in regards to that uh, that outlook. But I mean, and and look, I mean, they don't have Shveshnikov. they don't have Pacharetti. Uh, you know, like I mean, these are potentially two goal guys in a regular season. Yeah, k- kind of without thinking about it. So, yeah. what kind of offense did you lose in the playoffs because of these guys? We'll, we'll never mm-hmm. know. Um, hopefully, we can find out next year. We certainly will with Sveshnikov. Not sure what the situation yeah. will be with Pacharetti in in, Patch, in, yeah. uh, in uh, Carolina, but I mean, two two really good teams, Marty. And yep. listen, I mean, we've talked about it a little bit. There is there is this destiny. It seems a little bit toward to Florida. I mean, for nothing. I mean, dude. Didn't see see that coming in your last twelve games. I did not see this coming. Like this
1: I I could I if someone had told me just straight up, listen, Florida's actually gonna do pretty good. They're gonna win. They're gonna go on to the final. Okay, let's have that conversation. Florida's gonna go eleven and one after losing the first what did they lose? The first three to Boston?
0: Um I you know what? Or was it they I'm pretty sure it was it was 2 to 1 and then Boston went up 3 to 1 and then that's when they okay. went on the run.
1: So t- to say that they're going to go on an 11-1 run and they're going to beat the likes of Toronto who makes it to the second round for the first time in 19 years, you would assume the hype alone would carry that team to more than one victory. And then on top of that, go ahead and sweep what many had predicted to be the Stanley Cup favorites in the Carolina Hurricanes. Go ahead and sweep them. No, no. I would not have put, I would not have put any amount of money on what they're currently doing right now. I don't think anybody did at all. I, I can even appreciate Florida fans being enthusiastic about this season, but even Florida fans would not have predicted something like that. This is something extra special. Headed straight on by Kachuk and Bobrovsky. I, oh I mean, gosh. quite frankly, without those two, obviously this team does not do what they're doing. Kachuk just discussion. comes in. No, not at all. Kachuk continues to come in and just show that you can lean on me. I will find the timing will be right. I will get us to the promised land. All the while, Bobrovsky saying, "I'll make sure you have an opportunity to score the goal." The entire way, those two things, those. I'm not going to say those two names, Bobrovsky, definitely a, a surprise, definitely not expecting him to come up like this. Kachuk, I'm not going to say I expected him to be like this, but I'm going to say that surprise. It's not a total. Exactly. It's not a total surprise with Kachuk. Because he had the skills, and we all knew that long before. Some of us more than others. Um, this is actually leading me to what I want to talk about next, which is... So you you saw the video of uh, the Hockey Night in Canada video where Matthews, Liney, and Kachuk are being interviewed by one Don Cherry and Ron McLean. This is back when they used to be friends and there was a show with them. Um, and if you haven't seen it, you should watch it because it, it's kind of very telling. and. I don't know. There's something about it. When I watch it, I feel good. And I, I have not been a huge Kachuk uh, cheerleader, per se, his, his whole career. I've, he's a great player, and, and I, I think he does all the right things. I'm a bigger uh, fan now than I ever was because the, the amount of leadership qualities that that he has exuded during this playoff stretch is otherworldly, and this is the kind of player that you dream of having on your team. Um, but that video I'm talking about specifically, he points out – so they were asked a question, something along the lines of who is a player that you most looked up to growing up or, or that you would – something along the lines of that you look up to or that you would like to emulate, something along those lines. I don't know who Matthews and Line a said because the video only talks about – or shows Kachuk giving his answer, which his answer was Corey Perry. Now, as soon as he said it, Line A turns and looks over at Matthews, who looks at Line A, and they both smirk in a way to say, Holy shit, you're picking Cory Perry? Wow, you're like this is funny. You're a joke. Which, for one, holy shit, how insulting to Corey Perry, who's done nothing but win pretty much everywhere he goes. Um, secondly, Kachuk is showing that to be that type of player holds a hell of a lot more value. Then whatever kind of player Matthews and Line are. Line who can't seem to stay healthy at all. And Matthews, who cannot handle any amount of pressure whatsoever. He is a disappearing act extraordinaire. So of the three. Today, of that 26th draft, 100 times over 100, I am taking Matthew Kachuk over either one of those two players. So it's just ironic to look back on that video and go, wow, the guys who are laughing at Kachuk, well, Kachuk's the only one who's made it to the Stanley Cup Finals. One has only made it to the second round once in their career. And has Line A been to the playoffs with, with Winnipeg?
0: Did he make it to the playoffs? He, he, Maybe he, one? He, he was in the playoffs with Winnipeg for sure. But I mean, okay. like, so... He, he... Even when it comes to him, though, I mean, this is the type of guy that if he can't get his game and himself together, I mean, yeah, just think, think of all the accomplishments that he could hit. And the mm-hmm. other thing that that I will hit on as well is money. I mean, yes, get get your get everything right here, bud, because it ain't going to hmm. be forever that you're going to be able to make this kind of cash. So anyway, no. it, I, yes. I fully agree with you, though. I mean. When it comes to that type of a player, and, you know, we'll go with the A, Matthews, and Kachuk, give me the guy that's going to be there for me when the going yeah. gets tough, i.e. the playoffs. Dude, yeah. like, you can, you can have a, a decade, 10 seasons, where you score 60 goals in the regular season. Okay, that's mm-hmm. awesome. And yeah. I'm not going to take anything away from you and... 60 goals for t- 600 goals in a decade, like, yo, God, that's incredible. Hard to
1: do. Yep.
0: But but if that player, okay, and, and I'm not going to pick on, on Matthews or any, X player, if X player for that 10 years doesn't do anything in the playoffs, i.e. no Stanley Cups, like nothing. Yeah. Yeah. W- w- what good is it? Who cares? So we're going to sit here and say, man, oh, my God. I need championships, is- Exactly. And look
1: what was happening to Ovechkin right up until he won his one and only. The comparisons between him and Crosby were constant. Yeah, Ovechkin score the goals. Yes, Crosby's got the points. But you give the nod to Crosby because he's carried his teams to Mm -hmm. multiple Stanley Cups. Ovechkin has never done it. And then he won himself the the, the one cup that he's got. Granted, he won it, though. That's the thing. You can't take that away from him. He's now part of that Stanley Cup team. Up to the top of the mountain, man. Absolutely. So now everything else is gravy. Now that he's got, ask him how it felt to finally win that Stanley Cup, how it felt. And I guarantee you, he'll say something along the lines of, it was great to get that monkey off my back. Because that's what it feels like. Until you win it your accolades are as good as regular season accolades go and that's it and no athlete goes in this saying i'm going to be i'm going to be the best regular season player ever no one says that
0: give me the intangibles and you know yeah. I, I know that Just that can bold. come like that can come in different forms and i i, I get that but i mean like uh, when i say that i kind of want the whole package and mm-hmm. and I will call Kachuk out by name here. Like I, I want the physicality, I want the leadership. Yep. I I want the uh, uh the Heart. face wash. I want the face wash after every whistle. Like give it to me. It's yeah. this this is playoff hockey, okay? And if I'm if I'm going to war, I want that guy going to war with me. It's like,
1: like on, honest to god, it's like having it's like having Corey Perry. But, like, the next level. Like, Corey Perry was good. He's a a 50-goal scorer once, I believe. Uh, But beyond that, very good player. Very serviceable still to this day. But never to this level that Kachuk has. So I love the comparison that Kachuk himself brought out. That he wanted to play like a Corey Perry. Who can do it all. And really, Corey Perry could always do it all. I don't... I, I don't know what why there's why Kachuk's game is that much more elevated. Maybe that's on Kachuk as opposed to that's that's bringing Perry down. Maybe Kachuk just tried that much harder. But Kachuk has all of those qualities and an incredibly gifted ability to really be very creative offensively and just find the right places and the, the hockey IQ and. The whole thing, man. The guy is a great, like you said, he's a total package. He's a great hockey player, and I don't see this slowing down anytime soon.
0: Well, I mean, he's certainly. I mean, if he didn't have eye, eyes on him before, which he did, obviously. I mean, he scores over 100 points in Calgary. He does it again for a second year in a row in Florida. I mean, the, like if the if the the light wasn't shining on bright on this guy already, like this playoff run is like. Oh, yeah. the spotlight so is no. just getting is just starting to heat up here man because he has right given you every, and we and we've said it you know for a couple of rounds now here i mean i just don't un, don't know what more you could ask for from this player like it's just period i, I just don't know yeah. i don't know yep and there you have um, it um florida yeah, sweet baby sorry carolina next year
1: now, sitting around waiting, though, that's the problem, right? That's one of the problems when you sweep somebody is that you guys sit around and wait for the it,
0: next team to show up. It could come back to bite them in the ass because they're about, if I'm not mistaken, I heard it's an 11-day layoff. Fudge. Wow. They're all of a Fudge? All of a sudden, I'm watching my language? <laughs> Sorry. Um,
1: this is... And I'm... I'm gonna go even further. Like they had, so, Florida had a really good momentum, and and it carried over, and everything worked well for them. This, if it's 11 days, like holy shit, that I would be a little concerned. But the way they've been writing, Florida has been writing this storybook. I'm not. I don't know. I wouldn't write them off. But no, this, no me neither. Dallas and Golden Knights. Um, this is we interesting. Well, we about, yeah, this is this well, is getting interesting. About, well, what's interesting to me is that when we talked last, we we basically laid out what needed to happen for Dallas to get back into this, and it's essentially what happened with Jason Roberts and Jake uh, Odenjer really picking up the slack and, and doing what they need. Like um, I believe Roberts, where is I wrote it down. Robertson's got three goals in two games, um, and uh, Jake Ottinger has been playing extremely like. I, wouldn't, I don't know if he's necessarily stealing the games, but it's hard to argue the stats. Game four, 190 goals against, 949 save percentage, and then game five, two goals against, and 931 save percentage. Like, that's pretty close to stealing a game, if it isn't. <clears throat> so at the very least, absolutely giving them every reason to win these games. So that's exactly what has happened. To me, these are reasons why Dallas is back in this series. Now tonight, we're going to find out if it was it enough. Can Vegas find? Because it's not like Aiden Hill's necessarily fallen off the face of the earth either. So, but remember, I mentioned this too. Aiden Hill is still a backup goalie. And at some point, the wheels do come off. On a backup goalie, they eventually show why they're just a Not, sorry, I shouldn't say just. Eventually, a backup goalie shows why they're a backup goalie and not a starter in this league. Now, Aiden Hill is still pretty young. Maybe there's still a starter in him. But I worry still that Vegas has potentially seen the best of their of their little goalie experiment, their little goalie carousel where they went to Laurent Bra uh, Brassois, who is injured now, apparently. but you know, yeah. Logan Thompson might be coming back and Aiden Hills still playing good. so and then you still got Jonathan quick, like, what do you do with him? So they still have options. Um, but I do I do feel like this is an important game for them for Vegas, and specifically for the goalies. If Vegas can close it off now, I think they they stand a they stand a, a better chance going into it against. Although I, I, I say that, and I'm thinking like I don't think anybody stands a chance against Florida right now. I don't care if it's Dallas or Vegas coming out of this. But putting that feeling aside, if I'm a Vegas fan, you need to win this game, close it out now. It's going to be harder. It's in Dallas, um, but I think you really need to close it out now and kind of give. Hopefully, their goalie, whoever uh, I believe it's going to be, Aiden Hill. Uh, has a great game to give him that little extra bit of confidence to head into Florida because you're going to need every bit of it because, like I said, Florida, good friggin' luck, man.
0: (laughs) I will say this when it comes to um, the rest of this series. I fully agree with you 100%, Marty. If Vegas does not win this game, I will go as far as saying that Dallas will come back and win the series. Um, You got to have it. You have to have it tonight. If you're Vegas, you. There's, I mean, we're, listen, we're seeing momentum swings from shift to shift, game to game, series to series. Hell, you can even say that you've seen a huge momentum shift since, uh, game five of the Boston series for Florida. I mean, huge, huge sample size, but that's a massive momentum swing that's gone their way. They've just been on, uh, they've just been on a run. Yeah. So going, getting back to Dallas and, and the Golden Knights here again. Vegas has got to buckle down tonight here. Okay? The last couple of games has <clears throat> has to me been more of a Dallas Stars hockey game and what I mean by that is Dallas is yeah. not this Dallas is not this like massively massively stout defensive group. But when they're playing well, they can really keep things low. And I, I like you know scoring chances, uh actual actual goals against. I I just and and the last two games, listen, the first three games for me, and and we mentioned this on last week's program, I thought that Dallas looked a little slow. Now whether that was just Vegas buzzing or whatever it was, and that I'm not gonna sit here and say that now the Dallas stars have looked like speedsters. Okay. Cause I, I don't think they're really that type of a team. They're not this no. like super fast team. They can get up and down the ice. Yeah. But I, I just, I, it looked more like Dallas stars hockey to me. Um, maybe low event hockey from time to time. You know, they know they've got guys that can bury the puck. They just kind of need to keep it out the whole nine years. And they've got the goalie. And, and to me, yeah. That's the most important thing. I know you gave us a, yeah. bre- a breakdown of games four and five, Marty. Uh, and yeah. I'll give you, and I'll just give the overview of both those games. Ottinger oh. was two and oh with a two goals against average and a 931 save percentage. So just to kind of give our listeners both viewpoints there, i.e., he good. He good. Okay. <laughs> he good, yeah. So, so Ottinger is doing exactly what what we had mentioned last week they they need him to steal one if not two and and really for that matter the rest of the series I mean when you're when you're down 3-0 nowhere to go but up here exactly yeah I mean we we didn't you did touch on Robertson with three goals in the last two games which have been huge obviously big wins for Dallas and more importantly Robertson himself has started to score again in this series. He's got five goals and an assist for the, in, in, in total for the series, which is what it wasn't just that he, that he needed to keep scoring uh, uh, points, but he needed to be burying pucks, and he is doing Huge. That. huge and that's that, exactly right. what they've needed from him. Um, this may be a little bit, little bit biased, but Heiskanen's got three assists so far in the series. More importantly, More importantly, it's his minutes played. Uh 29-23, 28-19, 22, 30 minutes and 25-33, uh wow. in games one through five. Listen, this kid, like I I'm loving it. I've got the guy in in our in our pool, but it's it's great to see him take that next step since yeah. Klingberg has gone off to Anaheim and subsequently uh Minnesota. I mean, it was never you know, he had great he had, had that great playoff a couple of years ago. Um, mm-hmm. uh, when Dallas went on that run to the final. Uh, I think he had like 27 points in 26 games or something like that. But, I mean, my point here is, guys, is that it, it could have went the other way. Klingberg goes, the safety that's gone, here's uh, Heiskin and it, it just doesn't pan out. Well, yeah. Yeah. we've we've gone the other way. I think that Dallas has their horse on the back end. I think that's yep. uh, uh, pretty clear to see. Um, you know, Rupe Hintz has played quite well in the series. Uh, maybe a little bit spotty, uh his points comes come in bunches. I think he's got five points in total, but they're in two games. um he's only got one goal for this series too, so this is kind of going back to that Jason Robertson thing. we wanted him to score a little bit. I'm gonna need hints to pot one or two here over the last couple of games of this series if they can extend it uh just to give uh to give Dallas a you know a fighting chance here as well so um in regards to just, oh go yeah. ahead, Marty, go ahead. I
1: was just gonna say, just in regards to because you mentioned it and it just it dawned on me too. Like when I saw Roberts Robertson score that goal that so the puck bounced off the boards, came out weird. Rupe Heinz throws it in front of the net and and he kind of just tips at it. Robertson kind of tips at it and gets that goal. And just the look that over that you could see on his face, like, God, did I ever need that goal? Mm-hmm. Since then, the way like that I would consider that to be a lucky goal, even though it was well played by Rupe Heinz and Robertson to be in the right place at the right time. That's not a Robertson goal. A Robertson goal has been the way he has scored the last three goals since then. Or four, actually, since then. These look more... Like, it almost looked... Again, with the face, the way he just looked, his body language. It looked like he kind of woke up. And now he's playing... I feel like with more purpose and more like a Robertson, like we're used to seeing, because the, the kid can score 50 goals. He will. He hasn't yet, but he will absolutely score 50 goals in this league. You can see it in him. He's a very smart player, right place, right time, which is a Dallas stars type of system, right place, right time kind of to, to tag into to what you were saying. They're not a speedy bunch. They're a smart bunch. When they control the play, they'll win their games. And on the back end, you've got Jake Odinger cleaning up the mess. So, all of those things combined, this is why Dallas has won the last two games because they're playing Dallas Stars hockey. Jason Robertson is actually playing the way Jason Robertson can and scoring goals the way he can, not relying on a lucky bounce and a throw in the front of the net just for a lucky tip. No, Robertson is earning these goals the way he does every single year he has in the last two or three years. Um, And then Jake Odinger, with the numbers you just went over, this is the Dallas squad I expected at the beginning of the series. I'm... I'm going to say, I'm going to go out on the ledge here. <laughs> if Dallas can win tonight, they're going to win this series. And they're going to be a fucking problem for Florida. They're going to be the first team that Florida, since since Boston, they're going to be the first team that gives Florida trouble. I, this, I'm this i really going out on a ledge here. But I, I feel
0: like this could happen. This has the potential. If, if it does go that way. And you know what? we try not to agree with each other as uh, you know as much as we possibly can <laughs> but sometimes and and you know great minds do think alike right yeah i i fully agree with you and what would be interesting with a florida and dallas final and maybe maybe it's me and maybe i'm not thinking of the rosters fully or not but to me that would almost be a mirror series because it oh, florida man. and dallas kind of there there's some youth know there's some yeah. there's some 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 top end players uh both goalies are playing very well oh, that's De- def- defenses are quite serviceable in both Three. both way so i i i i would listen not not counting vegas out by any stretch of the means here and for all no, all and no, no. purposes vegas could uh, put uh, an end to all of this talk here in a hurry by by winning tonight yeah but yeah. if dallas does i i do like where you're heading with with that and i really hadn't thought about it that way but I would have to agree with you wholeheartedly on that. I would think that Dallas would be the first team to really give aside from Boston obviously in the first four games right. uh to give uh uh Florida uh a tough go and a little bit of a run for their money. And again, I I go back to I, I they they would it, to me it was almost like they would mirror each other a little bit in regards to Kind of yeah, th- th- how the type of players they have on their team to how they play. I mean, both of them are not exactly offensive juggernauts, but both can get the job done defensively. We we've seen that against great teams. So absolutely, and one thing Florida. So I saw a really great breakdown.
1: I forget who it was, but was on Twitter. I retweeted it. Go to our website. Um, I'll, I'll see if I can find. Or sorry, go to our um our, our site on Twitter. Uh, two it, this guy broke it down, and he showed—I'll I'll talk specifically about one thing, which I think is what—now that you mention it, um, this is the kind of thing that Dallas and Florida mimic very well. Florida did an adjustment sort of about a month, maybe a month and a half, right before um, the, the, the last day of the regular season before the playoffs started. One thing that they changed was, as opposed to trying to carry the puck in and do that extra pass, they changed to a dump— get rid of the puck first and then go clean it up. They became that kind of team, which has been a huge benefit to them. They've been able to sort of get rid of it, but then go dump and chase. Exactly. So go in and get it and clean up the mess and come out with it. They become that kind of team. Now Dallas doesn't necessarily do a dump and chase in the same manner, but they, they kind of carry the puck in. I I don't want to say along the boards, but they kind of carry the puck in, in a loose fashion, they kind of push it in any way they can. If it means it's a it's a pass off of somebody else's butt or something, they kind of get lucky maybe. But they kind of will the puck into the other zone and then they go in and clean up. So they, it's very similar for Florida and Dallas in the way. Of, so it'd be it would be a very interesting Stanley Cup final with two teams trying to mimic each other, not trying to, but just inherently mimicking each other and seeing if there's an adjustment that's made within the Stanley Cup Finals b- just to get away from the other team and do something differently and sort of curtail it and try to win that way? Or would they both stick to the same system, both of them playing the same, which in my mind <laughs> means you're either going to see a lot of overtime gains or you're going to see some goalies really just... This is where I am I would be a little worried for Dallas. I Because c- I could see... Bobrovsky has won a Vesna. Bobrovsky's been around the league for a long time. To know what it, what it means to hold on to this hot streak that he's got on right now. He knows that if he starts to falter, this team will not go much further. Kachuk can score as many goals as he wants, but if Bobrovsky's letting in two for every one, you're going to lose. So Bobrovsky is aware of that. Not saying, not trying to suggest that Jake Odinger doesn't know that. He knows that as much as anybody else, absolutely. But physically, physically, he hasn't been there. Physically, he hasn't had that kind of demand on his shoulders yet. So this is where I'd be a little concerned if I was Dallas, in the sense that if Jake Odinger slips, Bobrovsky is probably not going to slip. You can kind of see that, right, in the storyline that Florida's kind of writing. Bobrovsky's not slipping on this. A veteran player, if it goes right? anywhere, he's get. Well, yeah, and if, if it goes anywhere, Bobrovsky is going to get the con Smythe. As far as I'm concerned, I know Kachuk has been the guy who's getting the OT goal or getting the assist or whatever. But in my mind, this team is nowhere if Bobrovsky is letting in three, four, five goals a night. Like no. swap Bobrovsky for Jeff Skinner or for uh, Jeff Skinner. <laughs> swap Bobrovsky for Stuart Skinner. Yeah, Florida's out in the first round. That's what I mean. Like. As much as Kachuk has been absolutely phenomenal and everybody's loving him. Hell, he was on TNT for, during the NBA playoffs recently. I don't know if you saw that interview. It was a yeah. pretty good interview. And I like seeing that. It's good. But this is nowhere if Bobrovsky isn't doing what he's doing. So to sort of sum up, if it ends up being Dallas and Florida, both goalies need to stay on their game. And I would say get ready for game seven, triple overtime, that kind of stuff. Because <laughs> I see this being a very long series.
0: Well, speaking of a goaltender and and their game, before we get any more ahead of ourselves in regards to a Dallas and Florida final, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. No, it's all so, hey. Listen, we're allowed to we're listen, we're allowed to dream, man. It's our show; we can do it the goddamn <laughs> hell we want. But before we go any further, we will certainly make sure that we give our due to to Vegas. They do have an opportunity to end that all tonight. Aiden yeah. Hill has a chance to kind of. Keep yeah. everybody tight-lipped because he has so, shown some chinks in the armor. In game five, four goals on 34 shots for an 8.82 save percentage. So, I mean, you know. Is that the beginning of it? When I was talking about backup that, goalies, that, is that the beginning that, of it? That's maybe what I'm alluding to. He has a mm-hmm. chance to shut all the boo birds here by just taking care yeah. of business tonight. <laughs> the boo um, birds. Nice. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm, I'm telling oh, yeah. you. Like, I, I having said everything, though. I want my Dallas Stars. I want them. I want them to take this series. <laughs> I want them to come back tonight. Big game at home. Big game. Take Game Seven in Vegas. Let's do this. Let's do this, baby. And there's a oh. th- personally. There's another reason. There, I I
1: hold another reason as to why I want to see. Let, listen, and you're right. I do really like Vegas. I've 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 always said that. I'm a big fan of their their team. I'm a big fan of their fans. Uh, the venue, they they if there's any team that does it better than Vegas in terms of hockey, I don't think so. I I mean outside of the original six because there's a lure to the original six you can't take that. Vegas puts on a hell of a show and they deserve all of the praise. And if they make it on, this will not be boring. However, I hold another reason. It's in the it, it's in my "Beauties and the beasts uh, as to why I would like to see Dallas go down uh, with. Uh, into the Stanley Cup Finals, not go down, sorry, go on into the Stanley Cup Finals against uh, Florida, but we'll touch on that in a second.
0: Um, But did you have anything else to say about the series? You know what? Dallas, let's do this. Game six tonight. (laughs) Let's take it down, head over to Vegas. Dallas kind of has, we kind of have Dallas colors in our... uh, our You got that right, son. uh, You're (laughs) damn right. Either way, we'll be happy to talk about it. And we will hit our beauties and the beast here coming up next. But first we are going to take a few moments and hear a few words from our sponsors.
1: Light the lamp during hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with the code THPN. New customers can make a $5 hockey playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN, only at Jack King's Sportsbook. Let's face it, with coffee starting at $5, yes, even without any customizations, and our bank accounts somehow always depleting, we are officially entering a dupe session. Most products do the same thing, but are priced differently solely based on the brand name. So a good duplicate, or dupe, is crucial for getting the highest quality at the best price. One dupe you definitely shouldn't sleep on? Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point so you can listen to what you want, when you want, without breaking the bank. Raycon's mission is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound and essential smart tech listening features. You can get a pair and a spare and still pay less than what you would on some of those other more big name tech brands out there. Raycon knows that in this economy, every purchase needs to be perfect. They offer buy now, pay later options Right now you can pay as low as $18 at checkout. They have an easy and free return guarantee. They offer two years of product protection insurance for just a few bucks. They offer free domestic shipping and flat fee international shipping. They have over 50,000 five-star reviews. Three customizable sound profiles, earbud tap functions, noise isolation, awareness mode, custom gel tips for the perfect, most comfortable in-ear fit, crystal clear call quality, water and sweat resistant, eight hours of playtime. I mean, these earbuds are really spectacular. Go to buyraycon.com thpn today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com thpn to score 15% off. By slash T H P N. And we're back. And it's time for beauties and the beast. Oh, <laughs> that is still a- don't have a song. Still don't have a song.
0: You know what? That I I, I think that's it. I think that's that it. That is so not it. That was horrible. Oh my god. That was <laughs> come disgusting. on.
1: That's the worst one yet. Worst one yet. Hey, Hands hey, down. hey. Come on now. Don't be so
0: harsh on yourself. <laughs> no, it no, is pretty bad.
1: Okay, so um, we're going to start with, uh, so the good. Um, I did something different. I decided I did, since Mike took all the players for our beauties and the beasts. No, I decided there were two stories I wanted to talk about. Um, One of them is kind of obvious, and that's the bad one. So I'm going to start with the good one. And so without getting into all of the political reasons why, Uh, things in both Texas and Florida could be better, politically speaking, these days. So it's really nice to see hockey kind of take center stage in a positive light for both of these states. We rely on sports to take us away from the day-to-day bullshit that is out there. Um, And hockey is one of the best sports to kind of take you away from that. So I'm, I'm happy to see that... This is sort of going in a direction that it is going. Should it be Dallas and should it be, well, should it be Dallas versus Florida? We know it's Florida. Um, Should Vegas uh, sort of emerge from that too? There's, uh, There's still a lot to pull from that as well. But there's something special about Texas versus texas hockey versus florida hockey because like i said um those two states kind of going through a lot again i don't want to get into political reasons of it but it's just nice to see hockey kind of taking center stage in those two states um i know that basketball is also kind of taking a big stage in florida right now uh but that could all fall apart because they're down now they're the series they were up three nothing now the series is tied three all so we'll see what happens there but we're not a basketball show we're a hockey show um I just really like how hockey is taking a very public appearance, in a sense that I feel like this is more than any other year. Um, I, I do, I do recall, I do have memory of hockey being in the spotlight per se in the states when I'd be watching television. I would see it come up periodically. But there's something about seeing Matthew Kachuk on the TNT broadcast for the NBA playoffs and the interview, the long interview they give, and the questions they ask. I know Chuck is a big fan of hockey and always has been. But uh, Chuck by, by Chuck, I mean Charles Barkley. Um, I, I like, by the way, I do like the concept of Chuck and Kachuk, and I feel there's something there from a PR standpoint, that should be done. Kachuk being sponsored by Chuck or Kachuk, Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. Anyways, it's all there, but it's for somebody better. Uh, But anyways, it's just the questions they were asking, the tone that they all had, the entire panel had, they all had a, a sincere appreciation for hockey and what Kachuk was doing in Florida. And I just, I felt that that was something I wanted to touch base on. It was Probably one of the nicer storylines for the NHL for this year. There's been quite a few hits the NHL has taken. A lot of the swing and misses with the whole Pride Knights thing. That was kind of all over the place. And it, it, it honestly, it did more harm than good. So, and there are a couple other storylines. Gary Bettman, Arizona, the whole thing there too. But this in particular, I, I was really happy to see that. And I like the direction hockey is going in, in the state, specifically in the Southern United States right now. It seems to have a lot more legs than ever before, so it's all it's all a very positive thing. So that for me, that was my really good thing I wanted to get off my chest today.
0: Well, I mean, we we talked about it going into the conference finals, right? Uh, all all four teams were in the Southern United States. Um, you know, we we had even kind of uh, p- posed the question. You know, um, sh- somebody had put on Twitter. You know, oh, oh my God, this yeah. is going to be boring hockey or something. And and you know what we shot that down wholeheartedly, you know if you're a hockey fan, how like how can you not be excited by oh, the, the by those four teams, okay? Yep. Standings alone, okay. So the Panthers come in, squeeze in in the eighth spot, get you, but you've got the other three are Love it. quote unquote top teams in the league. Yes, like absolutely, they, they, they demonstrated their their prowess all year long. Why the yep. hell wouldn't I be excited to watch those three teams and then you throw Florida in there oh, just for man, the dramatic yeah. the effect Cinderella of it all. story. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Like, love how, it. How how can you not like what's going on down there? I mean, yeah. listen. It, yes, you know, your your old guard uh you know maybe doesn't yeah. like the, like seeing all of these teams uh, in all these uh, you know the sunshine state down in Texas, like all these teams doing well. And, of course, the spotlight being put on them now. But you know what? Hey, they're there for a reason. Like Love it. When it, when, it, when it's Edmonton's time, it'll be Edmonton's time. When it's Montreal's sure. time, it'll be... It's not our time right now. No. It's third time. But it's good hockey. So it's it's phenomenal hockey. How it really th- is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, and, and I'll, I guess I'll lean to the Dallas and Vegas because I found that was a little bit more um, kind of back and forth, if you will. Uh, up and down right. the ice a little bit more than the other series per se. Not to say that it wasn't happening with Florida or Carolina. Just more with Dallas and Vegas. How can you... That's great viewing. I'm I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Like, if you don't find that great viewing or entertaining, then it's it, the sport's just not for you. You don't like it. I understand. Right. That's great. Yeah. But give me a break. If you are a hockey fan... This is more than fine, what's going on right now with these teams in the southern United States. And as far as I'm concerned, two big thumbs up for the league. Boom. Yep, and honestly, the
1: two different... uh, I find there's a big contrast between the two different series that are going on. Obviously, on the one hand, don't talk to Rob Rittermore about this, but they were swept. However, uh, all by one goal, um, the overtime game that went into, what, 4 o'clock in the morning, um, and then another overtime game, like, that is as in, I don't know. so that's a that's a type of hockey style that appeals to a lot of different hockey players and or uh, hockey fans. And me personally, I just love hockey as long as it's good hockey. So for me, that was great hockey. That was a great series, ended in four, which is too bad because it would ended too quickly because those two teams were clearly very evenly matched then you flip the script and you got Dallas and Vegas where the first three games Vegas was like this is over this is done with this is a clearly a much better team Dallas is is you know out of their league with this then all of a sudden bam the last two games Dallas versus Vegas man this is some offense now now i'm looking at something completely different when i compare it to Florida Carolina so you've got multiple different types of hockey styles games being played i don't understand how anybody, any hockey fan, any true hockey fan will be upset about anything that's happening on the ice right now, this is as good as the product has looked in a very long time.
0: oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I again, I, I you know I without kind of repeating myself too much here, guys, this is just good hockey, like the three three of these teams three of these teams were fighting for their division leads here. Okay, yeah. so I mean, think about that, and and then you, again, you throw Florida in there for kind of that whole like Cinderella, yeah. dr- the dramatic part of the, the the playoffs. Love it. I mean, so You you can't go wrong with the four teams. Well, the three teams that are left, you can't go wrong with any one of those. Gonna get another good game in tonight. Um, you know, we're gonna see who can,
1: yeah,
0: who can kind of push their 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 way through. Is it gonna be Vegas finishing it off? Is are are the Stars gonna force a game seven? Who knows. But yeah. you know you got Florida sitting there waiting. Watch it;
1: it'll be entertaining. Oh, dude, I can't wait.
0: <laughs> Get off the podcast, boom, game, boom, right on, game Absolutely.
1: on. Um, so my bad, and I don't. I honestly buckle up, folks. Buckle up. I spe- No, not even. I specifically don't want to talk about this too much because it's been talked about to fucking death. I know the sale of the Ottawa Senators. I am so friggin' done with this. That. Clearly, these these owners, I sorry, I shouldn't say clearly, because the the mixed messages, the stories out here, and I Nico Sparks is gonna take a big hit here. Um I don't think he's ready. We talked a little bit about that last week. This is another reason why I don't want to get too heavy about this, but Nico Sparks, I don't I'm sorry, you didn't come prepared to the table. You really didn't. And to me, that means you're out. And I believe from the chatter that's out there, I believe his. While he is still technically in it, he is not considered, his group is not considered one of the serious contenders because as 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 it turns out, they're still to this day trying to collect money. Now, again, this is hearsay. I don't have an ear on on what's going on. No one's calling me, no one's texting me, nothing of that's happening. Uh, at one point, though, and I'll say this, this is pretty bad, a fan called him out and said, "Dude, you don't have your shit together." And then Nico Sparks replied, in a way that was essentially arguing with the Senators fan. I'm telling you right now, that is the day that sealed the deal. That was it for right there. You cannot start arguing with the fan base before you even buy the fucking team. That is such an amateur hour move that if if this team gets handed to him, you might as well say goodbye. He will be packing that team up and taking it somewhere else. I, I don't care. That, that will be my prediction. I will die on that hill. But regardless of that, you cannot start arguing with the fucking fan base. What is the matter with you? You're trying to buy this team and get people on board for what you're doing? This is not how you do that at all. There's a better way to do it. For one, you shut the hell up. Or if you have to say something, you word it in a way where it, it sort of accommodates the concept and you sort of corral it and you caress it and you make the fans feel like you're there for them. You do it in a much different way, not a confrontation way. But beyond Nico Sparks, this entire thing, the other owners included, this is a mess. This is an absolute mess. The fan base is done. with. In fact, they were done with this last week what i'm saying today is actually old news we are all done with this this is a very piss poor way to handle your business and i'm looking at the melnick sisters on this because this is not how you do your job and i know it's not just the melnick sisters there's a whole group it's a gdp or gpd or some of like that Something of like, that the yeah. global gsp or whatever it is um they are, to me, allowing all this to happen. I know the media is also have followed this because they're the ones sort of pushing the envelope or not pushing it. They're pushing the narrative constantly. But you can get out in front of this. You can do some damage control. You can put out some fires. You can do something. Nothing's being done. It's basically just a giant mess. I saw a meme where it was the sale of the Pittsburgh Penguins. A to B, a straight line. And then you look at the auto center was and it's A and then just this convoluted (laughs) bird's nest and then B over here. And that's essentially what it feels like. And you're pissing more people off than you're doing Any good whatsoever. So I'm going to leave it at
0: that. It's fatigue, right? Like there's been a lot of fatigue. There's been a lot of fatigue when it comes to the sale. So listen, I I don't pretend to know any of the inner workings in regards to what the deal is, what's going on, who's ahead of who in regards to uh, the bids and so on and so forth. But what I will say is exactly that. This is the. I, I don't I can't I couldn't even sit here and tell you if it's gone on too long. I don't know the process as well enough, but what I will say is the the fan base and uh, many involved with the team are certainly feeling a lot of fatigue when it comes to this sale. So yeah. I mean, it seems to You're me the quicker that it can can get taken care of and and kind of out of the way, one, they can kind. You know the, the 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 landscape opens up to you, right? Okay, where are we? Who's kind of backing us now? What's the situation? So all of these things kind of start to, to snowball a little bit once the sale gets finalized. And I think for the product on the ice, the quicker that this can kind of happen, the quicker you can start to say, okay, d- do we sign the brinket? Are we bringing them back into the these types of things? The Good things point. That, the things that There's affect There's work that you, needs to be done. Like the things that affect. How can I? This may not be the right way to say it, but the things that affect you and I with either our fandom and or our program, uh, you know, like you, you want things to kind of move along here. And it it certainly has, it it certainly has been dragging on quite a bit. And, and I, I hope, and it sounds like this is coming to the end here. And I don't mean, I don't, I don't mean another, I don't mean another three weeks. I'm talking like a week. Um, Yeah. Let's hope that is the case. And there isn't any hitches in the get along. But man, oh man, this this has been a while, <laughs> and I certainly feel for any Senators fan, just w- with yeah. with their mindset in regards to the off season and moving things along here. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, at the last at the zero hour,
1: Ryan Reynolds could just swoop in and fix it all.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> he just comes right in there and he's like, yeah. And I, I, it's unfortunate that his bid didn't didn't go through. I really thought yeah. that. And it's not even the fact that it's Ryan Reynolds, the person or whatever. It's look what he's doing with Wrexham and look what he does with the businesses that he has. He pretty shrewd that way. Anyway, that's nor here nor there. He's not part of the bidding anymore. Done. Right. Hopefully they get some people, good backers behind them and things can move along here and, 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 uh, they can move along with their off season. So, um, moving over to me and the, uh, Dallas stars edition of beauties in the beast. (laughs) Uh, we're going to start off with high not going to say too, too much more that I already haven't already said. It was just nice in particular for Dallas uh, and by extension, uh, yours truly with my uh, my uh, fantasy team that this player was able to take the next step. The The signs were certainly there, um, you know, with Klingberg hanging around, he was never able to kind of get, you know, the prime minutes on the power play and, you know, any other time on ice that he would have been able to. Uh, uh, that he wasn't getting because of Klingberg, but it was just nice to see this guy kind of slide right into the number one defenseman role for this team. Uh, you know, super happy to have him on the, the fantasy roster as well. First overall pick last year. Good job. Happy with that. Um, yeah. And, and, and again, I go back to the, the organization itself. I'm sure someone like a Jim Nil is the most happy out of this situation. You know, he moves on from Klingberg and, you know, probably has a good idea what he's gotten Miro Heiskanen, but, there's what you got, and then actually kind of putting it all together on the ice. And he certainly has done that over the course of the regular season. And in this year's playoffs, Mira Heiskanen, my first beauty this week. Following that up with Jake Ottinger. Uh Again, I, I'm not going to get too deep into this. I mean, uh, listeners, you heard us last week in regards to some of the things that we needed to see from Jake Ottinger to continue to extend this series, uh, or for that matter, for uh, Dallas to even get into the series and win a game. And he has certainly done that. Uh, the, uh, Jake Ottinger that we've come to know and love, I guess, if you will, over the past yeah. couple of games, he is certainly outplaying Aiden Hill over the past couple of games as well. That will absolutely need to continue, obviously with their backs against the wall, uh, right up until game uh, up to and including game seven. Um, I mean, he's done what he needed to do. He's given this team a chance and that's all they could have asked for. Jake Ottinger, second beauty this week. My third beauty is Ty Delandria. Now, there's a couple of reasons here why I, I kind of wanted to mention him. First off, he scored two huge goals in Games 5 uh, to help propel yeah. uh, Dallas to a win and uh, end up 3-2 behind uh, Vegas for the series. But this is a guy who was scratched to begin the series. If I'm not mistaken, he would have played... I think he missed game... I think he missed game 1 and 2. I don't think he played game 1 and 2 and then came into the lineup in game 3. Um, all this to say... Listen, even in the playoffs, you could be scratched the first couple of games. Guess what? Your name's called. Just because you're the guy that was scratched, it doesn't mean that they're expecting you to just sit there on the fourth line and do nothing. Like guy came, brought his A game, two goals, big, huge two goals uh, for the Stars in that game. I mean, you just you can you can never give up. I mean, you, no, exactly. You, you, in particular with the playoffs. You know, with trade deadlines and acquisitions coming into play, maybe you get, you know, knocked down the lineup to the point where you are a scratch. Well, guess what? There's injuries, there's bumps, there's bruises, there's all sorts of shit that goes down in the playoffs. Ty DeLandria gets the call in Game 3, plays a couple of good games, huge huge goals in Game 5. I mean, you got to give it to the kid. Uh, You know, he certainly could have just sat there on the third or fourth line, done nothing, goes in there, bangs a couple in, Big big goals for his team. Uh, I mean, you never it's know huge. when your moment is going to come up. Exactly. Right? So exactly. Just be it's ready huge. for it. That's all. Exactly. Um, Ty Delandria, you are my third beauty this week. My beast this week. Now he may be a, be able to rectify all this over the next couple of games, oh, or at the very least God. in this game. Jamie Ben, what are you doing, yeah. bud? What? Like sorry, to, and and and. His reasoning was even worse. was even oh, worse. I, 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 I used, to stick, a, used to stick as a falling point or whatever the hell he said. Anyway, he like, knows better. On. This is a guy that knows better. He's the leader of that squad. Captain, where's the C? You cannot be doing that in that situation. Marty, if they're up three to nothing, it's still not the right play. But yeah. <laughs> there's being up three, nothing. And then there's being down 3 nothing. It's like yeah, my yeah. god, guy. Like y- 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 <laughs> you just you cannot put your team in a position in that type of position in any in regular season or playoffs. It's just amplified in the playoffs. Quite simply, Jamie Ben, you need to be better. Plain and simple. And I think he will be in this game. I think you know, these guys fought tooth and, tooth and nail here to get it to a game 6 so this guy could come back. That was the rallying call. Well, if I'm Jamie Ben, the boys did it. The boys got it to this game so I can get yeah. back into the lineup. Yeah. If I'm Jamie Ben, I don't even need a goal out of him. I'll tell you what I do need, though. I want to see this motherfucker hitting everything that moves on that ice tonight heart, everything. Yeah. I want physicality from here to kingdom come out of that player no give and, no quit and and if the goals come if a point or an apple shows up perfect but i need yeah. you to play the way that team played to get you to the game 6 exactly that's, wh- yeah. that's what i want this yeah. big boy he can he can change the outcome of a game with his physicality and he's been in the league long enough that he knows he knows the line He can play that physical game and still stay on the right side of it. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see tonight. And that's my biggest issue with this is that
1: it was such a blatant disrespect for someone else. I understand you guys are in the playoffs. I understand you guys are playing for something. You could have landed on him without your stick and had, hadn't achieved the exact, sorry, not the exact same thing achieved a better end result. Had you just not used your stick you would have intimidated Stone. You potentially would have hurt him a little bit, which is prob- Which – let's be real here. There's an element to this is that that's where that's coming from. I do want to hurt Stone. He's playing very well, and he's an easy target. I know his back is shitty. But to go right at his head with your stick, to be that careless about somebody else, I know that there's the old-school mentality of hockey is like, I don't care. It's do or die, and literally do or die, and I don't care about the other teammates. Well, I'm sorry, but that's just not acceptable anymore. And it never really should have been. You shouldn't want to injure someone else. This is as much, you need to remember as much as you can as a player, you're all in the same union. They're all playing, you're all playing the same game. You're all doing the exact same thing. It's fine to go out there and body check somebody into an injury. That's part of the game. But to go out there and land on someone's face with your stick, with a cross check, that is not part of the game. That's being dirty. And there's a difference between playing the game and getting to results while playing clean and playing the game and getting to results but playing dirty. I've said this before and I'll say it again. When I beat somebody, I better beat that team at their best. If I have injured them to a point where they're no longer at their best and then I win, I will feel like I've cheated. It's called honor for the game. It's called respect for the game, which includes your opponents. And doing what you did, Jamie Ben, is inexcusable. And the fucking bullshit response you gave at the press conference afterwards as to why you did it. Own up to it. Own up to it. Say I made a mistake. Emotions got too high, and I used my stick as a weapon, and I shouldn't have, and I apologize. But I will be better, and the next time I come out there, I promise you, I will show you that I've learned and I've been better. Something along those lines. Be a captain. What you did and how you reacted afterwards, not a captain. You're allowed to make mistakes. I don't think he should have the C removed. He's done too much good with that C to have just one instant Remove the C from him. But don't give me this bullshit. And people need to be better with each other. I understand, again, Santa Cup Finals, this is the opponent. But you can land on him. You don't have to use your stick. There's a better way
0: to get to that. He's he's getting, just plain as day going to have to have a, a, a better game. And I really do think that he is going to have a good game tonight. I mean, I, I'm trying to put myself in his position, Marty. I mean, if the boys uh, yeah. go if the boys go out and win a couple of games down 3 nothing and to get oh me back God, in the series... Yeah you fucking right, man. I'm going to be out there, and, and I'm going to be gunning for somebody. I mean, he's yeah. been around long enough, like I said. He's a veteran player. He knows the line, and I'm sure he can find it, and he can stay on the right side of it. He's got to have a big one tonight, bud. The team did it for Absolutely. you. You got to do it for them. And I hate to single one guy out, and it's not just all on him. It's the Dallas Stars as an organization. But man, oh, man, if I'm Jamie Ben, I'm leading that fucking charge tonight, boy. He kind of singled himself out when he did that. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There you have it, bud. <clears throat> well, there it is. Episode, oh, my goodness. An episode, hour. episode 30, and she'll be a lunch hour episode books. this week, folks. Be, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, enjoy. <laughs> Thanks to everyone out there for listening. If you are interested in reaching out to us, can email us at two guys a league and some guests at gmail.com you can find our latest episodes on our website at twogalag.com or you can follow us on twitter for all of our info our handle is at twogalag that's the number two followed by g-a-l-a-g thanks for listening and until next time